and welcome back to Building Wealth on the Go, a podcast by KLT Wealth Management. My name is Brad Wilson, Financial Advisor with KLT Wealth Management, and today I'm joined by my entire team, Certified Financial Planner Joe Filiomeni, Qualified Associate Financial Planner Courtney Beach, and Client Relationship Man Manager Jamie craven Lovell. So, welcome to Season 2, Episode 6 of our podcast. Today is December 3rd, 2020, and we wanted to look forward as we approach the end of the year to 2021 and provide top 10 tips uh, on things for success as we head into the new hey, year. Hey, Brad. Hey, Brad. Yes. Seeing that it's kind of, it's Christmas, we're getting close to Christmas. What if we do the 12 days before Christmas, the 12 tips for 2021? How about that? Do you think we can do I, that? I love it. Let's add two more into this. We're heading into the holiday season. Spirit is high. Let's, uh, let's give everyone two extra tips today and do the 12 days before Christmas. Let's jump right into what we should look forward to going into the new year and tips and tricks for success. So I think the first one is that we need to watch our spending. Now that it's Christmas time, everybody needs to watch what they're spending. Oh, big time, big time. Yeah. That's a great one, Jamie. So yeah, I know myself, I've been on Amazon quite a bit, <laughs> up, I, ha I have to admit, and uh, parcels keep piling up here at the office. Yes. We're and, starting uh, to get to know, know the everybody. guy's name. Yeah, yeah, that's the sad thing about it. So yeah, yeah watching your expenses uh, during the Christmas season, even even just after Christmas, it's just watching. And I think we can all agree, it's, it's, it's often the little things that uh, bite into your cash flow. It's not the large yeah. dollar items. Yeah, and especially at Christmas, it's like the little the stocking stuffers, the coffees while you're out shopping and stuff like that. Yeah, mm -hmm. for mm -hmm. sure. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think uh, one thing too is they cram, there's a lot of holidays. You look at the American Thanksgiving, you've got your Black Friday right before, so all these deals everyone wants to spend, and then you get closer to Christmas and the end of the year and you wanna buy more gifts, and then there's Boxing Day afterwards, and then there's more deals. So it's just a really bad, I'd say, month in terms of enticing you to buy more. But yeah. I think, especially this year, if you are out buying gifts, one thing is maybe try to buy local, right? We talk about a lot of businesses hurting this year. Um, if, if you are able to, and, uh, and some businesses, this is what they're relying on to kind of stay open through these really, really tough times that we've had this year. So to kind of help the community, help propel them. I know even some local businesses here in Ottawa have, have delivered and I've been able to order through them online or over the phone and then they deliver. So they've uh, hired some courier services. So if you are going to spend a little bit through the Christmas season, monitor it, but see if you can buy a little bit local as well. Yeah, for sure. And a second tip is to pay off your bad debt, for sure. Yeah, that is yeah. a real good one. There's uh, a lot of debt out there, which varies in interest um, when it comes to your payments. And uh, if you're able to consolidate or if you're able to pay it off, that's a really important thing to look to uh, in the new year. Yeah, I know for the younger generation, they're a lot of times very focused on paying off their student loans. And if you got a government loan, the rate is probably really great. But if you've got credit cards or something like that, the rates are horrible, especially right now with our low interest rates. So you want to pay off those first before your student loan. Yeah, and I think the key too is once you've got your debt paid off or somewhat consolidated, try to keep it down. Like that's, I think the problem is, is that they, they uh, you clean up all your debt and then you just start 
you know, uh, increasing it again. And it's just becomes, you know, it's those small purchases that uh, are it, that are biting into the cash flow. So that's a great point, Courtney. Yeah, mm -hmm. no, and I think even tying into that, I've got a, a point here is, is it's important to live within your means. And, you know, yeah. we have lots of goals down the road. You want that big house, that big car. Um, but in the moment right now, try to tailor your spending to what you know you can afford and, and keep yeah. working hard and you're going to achieve that. You're going to grow within your career, um, within life. But uh, it's important to live within your means and not stretch that, especially when it comes to your financial situation. Yeah, and social media doesn't help with that, with all the Instagrams and the TikTokers showing how fabulous their life is. You feel yeah. this need yeah. to uh, emulate it, but a lot of times what you see behind the camera isn't exactly what you see in front of it either. It's a generational thing. I keep coming back to that. I hate to say it, but you know that newer generation, your generation, they want immediate satisfaction, right? They can't wait. And they want that house. They want that brand new car and stuff. And, and I know even for my kids, I tell them, be patient. Be mm -hmm. patient. Things will happen. Mm -hmm. Things will work out. And you'll get what you want. You don't have to have it all before age 30. Yeah, you know, so that's, I think, a, a great consideration is to yeah. kind of be patient a bit and uh, things will happen. Yeah, yeah. but yeah. to defend the younger generation a little bit, <laughs> uh, I have seen people come into our office before who are very close to retirement and want us to be a financial Harry Potter. And if you're a gen young generation, you don't want to be one of those people. So, yeah, living with yeah. your needs now. Yeah, no, that's for sure. That's for sure. I've got day four. It should have been day four, uh, day five, because I could have sang it. Meet with your financial advisor. <laughs> but it's day four. That's okay. I think that that is, should be first and foremost in 2021. You should be scheduling, you know, a meeting with your financial advisor. Your financial advisor should be scheduling with you. Take the time. To meet with your financial advisor uh, if if 2020 didn't show us much uh, anything it showed us that we can sort of communicate on a virtual basis with financial with our clients and and it's quick it's simple it's easy it's you're in your home we're doing a video chat uh you know so just touching base, I think, with the financial advisor, just to say, okay, this is what I'm thinking about. This is 2021. Um, you know, the, these are sort of the changes that we're looking. Are we on track with our investments? Should we be making some changes? I think taking that time to, uh, to uh, have that conversation with your financial advisor is really, really important. Yeah, and then that leads into my next tip is when you get to talk with them, they can invest in what they want to better help themselves for the next year and know it a little better because they're reaching out and talking with you. Yeah. Yeah. I think you got to understand what you're investing into as much as, you know, you're not the financial advisor, but you have to understand what you're investing in. And, you know, you may have certain values that are very important to you and, and you want to invest in companies that share those values, right? You know, we did, uh, uh, Brad and, and Courtney did the this, this series on ESG and SRI. It's a great series if you get a chance to uh, to go in and, and watch it on our YouTube and our, and our podcasts. Um, you know, I think that's the way people are investing now is more mm -hmm. on their value based. Yeah. And you need to look under the hood because some things, uh, you know, like other things in life, like a, a car, it might look bright and shiny on the outside, but might not be what you think on the inside. So 
yeah, mm-hmm. talk to your advisor and know what you're buying. Yeah, absolutely. I think uh, I think more than anything, um, there's all these different thematic theme, uh, them- themes as we go into 2021 for when it comes mm-hmm. to investments um, and uh, have that conversation, understand what's out there, and then you, you're able to uh, decide there. But I've got a great next point. Um, I think it's important to to buy fear and sell greed. Uh, it's really important to stay patient, stay rational, um, and, and not to be greedy, uh, especially in, in times of, of fluctuation. Yeah, that's a, you know, 2020 was, was, you know, a case study for that, where, you know, we reached out to a number of clients and said, okay, if you have some cash, now's the time to put it in because, you know, the markets are selling off and, and some did and some didn't. And, uh, you know, now they're coming back saying, oh, I should have put some money in because I had it, but they couldn't, uh, they couldn't buy into that fear. Right. And I think that's what you got to be buying when, when people are selling and, and you got to sell. At, at a point in time when when the, the markets are doing really well and you need to reposition your portfolio. So, you know, working with your financial advisor is going to help you with that. But having that, that degree of confidence in order to do it uh, makes a lot of sense. Yeah, and I think it's, uh, it's important too that uh, you're, when, whenever this is happening, timing the market becomes the, the, the theme, right? Some people are trying to time the market, uh, whether it's on a high or on a low. Uh, and it's understanding and, and having the expectations going in that you're not going to sell on the highest day and you're not going to buy in at the lowest day. But it's about on, on certain days that may be close to the high or close to the lows. Um, it's about in general at, at those points, um, taking advantage of the fear in the marketplace and also some of the greed in the markets as well. Yeah. Yeah. And that lines up with sort of your overall retirement planning, really, and knowing your retirement plan, knowing that you're on track, you know, how much money do I need when I retire? How much money will I spend when I'm retired as well? So having that, again, conversation with the financial advisor, determining that goal, looking at it on an annual basis, are we on track? Are we not on track? You know, uh, knowing that you've got that goal out there and working towards that goal makes a lot of sense. Yeah, I know we've been using a lot of planning and retirement calculators this year with clients. I think it's been an important thing to, especially in times that are a little bit crazy. Uh, we're going through a pandemic, which doesn't happen very often, thankfully. Um, and uh, it's important to, to review that on a regular basis, to check in, see where you're at, see if you're on track, see if there's any adjustments that need to be made. Um, and, that's the, and that's the importance of working with a financial advisor on a yearly basis and ensuring that you know where you're at and if you're on track. Um, and then keeping that up to date and checking in. It's, it's not, it's not, it doesn't really help if you do it once and forget about it, it's important to keep it going on an ongoing basis there. And for my next tip to always make sure that you're paying yourself first too, when it comes to that. Yeah. Great point. Jamie says like, and, and here's the question I have, I have for you, Jamie, what does it mean to pay you first? Does it mean to go out and buy that fur coat that you've been looking at? (laughs) Is that paying you first? No, it's to set aside some money from your paycheck, a certain percentage each time and building that up for yourself to be able to buy that fur coat down the road. (laughs) That's right. At some point. Yeah. Such a great point, you know, is, is paying yourself. We, we've, we've learned that in, in, in school so often. Um, and, and so often people are, are not, they're, they're, they're utilizing those dollars today and it, mm-hmm. and it's more, they're consuming those mm-hmm. dollars and not necessarily paying themselves 
first and putting those, that money away for that rainy day, for that goal, for that fur coat, yeah. for that it's, house. The idea is to um, make it a more of a fixed expense for yourself to put money away, whether it's for the fur coat, whether it's for your retirement or a house, and make that something fixed that you have to uh, you obligate yourself to put away instead of something that you'll put away if I have a little extra money, because you'll never have an extra money. You'll always have those little things we talked about earlier to spend it on. Yeah, tr treat it as an expense. Treat it as that you have to pay yourself every paycheck. It is mandatory for you to pay yourself in 20 years or in 15 years when you might, you know, need it, right? Or when you're looking to retire. Um, and if you treat that as an expense, then, you know, it'll build up over time. Maybe that expense has to grow. Maybe you've got to put more away um, and you, you treat that and you budget that in. And then I think also a little bit, pay yourself today. With a little bit of money, pay yourself today. Enjoy, enjoy life as you're going through it right now. But it's really important that you do pay yourself for tomorrow and for, for the long run. Yeah, and that brings me to my next tip is to stay focused on your goal. Especially this year, there was a lot of noise. Um, and yeah, you just need to keep focused. Yeah, yeah. That, that's a yeah great point, especially with 2020 and that all the noise and, and you know, and how many people, a few people that, you know, that uh, talked about sort of pulling out of the market completely uh, when they have a, a long term view and their goals are long term, but yet they want to pull out the market again that the Brad's point of timing the market doesn't doesn't work doesn't help. No. So like, you know, trying to avoid all that noise and, and, and unfortunately in this world of, uh, of communication that we have now in social media, it's hard to avoid all that noise and, and stay focused on your goals. I think yeah. even from a, a mental health standpoint, it's important to avoid the noise of the news on a regular basis. I know even personally, I stopped watching the news every night because it just gets, especially in, in 2020, it's just piling on and it's adding yeah. more stress, mm -hmm. more anxiety, more concern. Um, and I think it's just important to take a step back and just uh, block it out, understand what's going on, be safe about everything. But um, at the end of the day, not overwork, overstress yourself when it comes to the current situation that we're yeah. in. And you have to remember that the news networks, they're there to sell you a story. They want you to view, they want you to click. So they're going to come up with the most sensational subjects and titles they can. And uh, yeah, you just got to filter it out and realize that, that that's what they're doing too. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And that brings me to my next point is, as well, you should always have a contingency plan like that. What if and what if the markets do crash again or what if anything could happen the next year could be the same? Really, yeah, we don't you, know. Yeah, you need to kind of run through that emergency what if plan every now and again. I think 2020, I think, opened up a lot of people's eyes in terms of, you know, what if I lose my job? What if this mm -hmm. happens? What if God forbid I pass away and stuff and, and kind of assess your situation as much as possible and, and have that contingency plan that, you know, I can access this money or I can do this, or I can do that. So yeah. no, that's an excellent point. Really excellent. Yeah. Usually yeah. the tip is to have a savings for six months. Now, no one thought the pandemic would last as many months as this, mm -hmm. but you should always have little pockets of money somewhere in just in case. Yeah, absolutely. Mm -hmm. yeah. I think that ties in perfectly to my, my tip here. Day 11, uh, making sure 
your estate is in order, um, making sure you've got uh, everything covered, all your bases on top of a contingency plan. Uh, no matter your age, you should be looking at putting a will together, having some power of attorneys, life insurance, extremely important at a young age. You could save yourself lots of money in the long run by locking in a low insurance premium. So there's lots of things to talk about, even in your early 20s, uh, uh, even early, like late twenties, that's like your prime time to start getting all of this stuff organized as you enter the, you know, the important years of your life where you're going to be working, possibly starting a family, uh, buying, making big purchases like a home. So, uh, it's important to get all that in order while you're young early. And if you haven't yet, no matter what age you are, it's important to get it done now. Yeah, I think I think the problem is is that especially for the younger younger age. Yeah, yeah, I hate you know on the younger people. Sorry, guys, but it's not exciting enough. It's not exciting. It's not a tangible thing that I'm gonna enjoy. Like I'm gonna drive in. I'm gonna wear and stuff. So it's not exciting to get a will, and it's pretty morbid. You really think mm -hmm. about it. You're thinking about death, right? And and stuff. But but boy, you know we've seen so many situations where uh, the affairs weren't in order, their state wasn't in order, and uh, things were quite a mess. And you pretty much leave a mess for the people that you love, and yeah. that's not fair to them. And I'm sure nobody wants that. So taking that time, and it doesn't take that. Um, a lot amount of time and you can work with your financial advisor in establishing your state and 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 kind of outlining some of the things you should be thinking about in your wills and power of attorney and it doesn't really take that much time at the end of the day and then it's done and it's done having that all in place is so so important at a at a at an early age now i'll, I'll admit there's some older people that come in that don't <laughs> don't have it either mm -hmm. and uh and then they're kind of scrambling to, to look for the different options that may be available to them, which is limited as you get older. That's the problem, yeah. especially when you get into some uh, life insurances and disability insurances and things like that. So uh, great, great point for, for day, uh, day 11. Was that day 11? Yes. Already? Oh. We're already there, I know. We're on the last one. Day 12. Oh. What can I say for day 12? Really, let's think. Like we've gone through a lot of stuff. You know, I think, Day 12, I think we just got to sit back and be grateful. I, I, I think that's all, you know, we got we to gotta thank, thank, thank God and, 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 you know, and just the fact that, you know, we're healthy, our families are good and stuff. And I think all, ultimately we need to have that, uh, that faith that in 2021 things will continue to get better for mm -hmm. everybody. And, and we pray for all of the, the people that did pass away due to COVID uh, and we pray for their families, especially. And, and we hope that this never happens again. And, mm -hmm. and, but we just got to be grateful for what we have and, and carry on from there. Yeah. And we're Absolutely. very grateful for all those frontline workers who have been doing all this hard yes. work for us. Yeah, definitely. Sure. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. I think just also being thankful for all of you guys, our team, right? It's been a, it's been a year we've worked through a lot. I think, being thankful all of our clients, um, maintain those great relationships throughout this year with all of our clients as well. Yes. Um, and being thankful for everyone tuning into this podcast. Thank you yes. for like listening. Yes. This is something we launched this year um, and we've really enjoyed it. We've had great feedback on it and uh, it's something we're really excited to continue into the new year. So um, crazy enough, that wraps up the 12 days before Christmas, our 12 <laughs> tips heading in. 
Um, it has been, as I said, this is our last, this is going to be our last podcast for 2020. Um, we'll be back strong coming into the new year uh, with lots of updates as we um, tackle 2021. I think a lot of people, myself included, are excited to close out 2020 and, uh, and move forward uh, with, uh, as Joe, you mentioned, some brighter, more optimistic times. Um, and uh, so that's where we'll end it today. Um, wishing everyone well, happiness, health, uh, safety through the holiday season um, and hope everyone has a great time virtually as much as they can with their family and with their their close uh, circle that they live with at home wishing you all the best and a happy new year we will see you in 2021 merry christmas Bye. everybody merry christmas Bye. Thank you for listening. Please note that the opinions and ideas shared are from the viewpoint of KLT Wealth Management. They do not reflect the opinion or viewpoints of Investia Financial Services, Inc. or any other partners. The commentary provided is for general information purposes only and does not constitute accounting, legal, tax, or other professional advice. You should not act upon the content or information discussed here without first seeking the appropriate personalized advice from an accountant, financial planner, lawyer, or other professional. We try to provide content that is true and accurate as of the date of recording. However, we give no assurance or warranty regarding the accuracy, timeliness, or applicability of any of the contents. We assume no responsibility for information consumed through this podcast and disclaim all liability in respect of such information, including but not limited to any liability for errors, inaccuracies, omissions, or misleading or defamatory statements. Mutual funds and or approved exempt market products are offered through Investia Financial Services, Inc. Insurance products are provided through multiple insurance carriers and or approved exempt market products are offered through Investia Financial Services, Inc.